Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You are listening to The Overwhelmed Brain. Today is a special episode of The Overwhelmed Brain. I have with me Scott Barlow with Happen to Your Career. Go to happentoyourcareer.com forward slash brain if you're thinking about transitioning out of your career. Our conversation coming right up. Are you annoyed by affirmations? Are you tired of that same old rehashed personal growth advice that all seems to boil down to think positively and all your problems will go away? If affirmations feel like lies and positive thinking feels like denial, then I want you to get ready. The Overwhelmed Brain is here to help you create the life you want now. Welcome to a special episode of The Overwhelmed Brain. I am Paul Coliani, a personal empowerment coach and host of this show. I'm not going to go through the normal introduction because this is a special episode. This is not being released on a Sunday like it does normally uh, because I had a kind of one-off conversation with a friend of mine and what I like to call a career mentor, Scott Barlow. If you've been a, a long-time listener, you've heard him on the show at least four or five times. Uh, I bring him back every, I don't know, six to eight months or so, and I just want to get an update on the latest information that you might want to hear if you are thinking about changing jobs, if you are thinking about pursuing a career, and this is the perfect time to think about it, new year, and what to do in the new year. Am I going to keep the job I'm at? Do I need new work? Do I want to get out of the job I'm in? Scott specializes in helping you finding the career that fits you. And I like to bring him on and tell you all the freebies that he has to offer over on his site and also ask him some uh, career-related questions that are probably on your mind too. So without further ado, I'm going to play this conversation that I had with Scott and hopefully it helps you start thinking about what career you would align with most. Wouldn't that be nice, being completely aligned with your career? Here it is, Scott and I talking. Hope you enjoy Right. Good to connect with you. Good to connect with you too. Hey, my apologies. I I don't know what I was looking at. I totally misread my calendar wrong. I actually huh. even tried to even tried to book something over the, <laughs> this uh, this time. Actually, I, I called them and canceled it. Oh, you didn't so, have to do that. No, no. I uh, I wanted to, and <laughs> my apologies for the confusion. No, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity. It's something I've been wanting to do. It is um this. Mr. Barlow, do you realize you're late for your interview? <laughs> how, is, how, how would you uh, not want to hear that at a job interview? <laughs> That's like the worst offense on the very first job interview. Oh, my goodness. Uh, thank you for joining me today. This is like, um, I don't know, your sixth, seventh appearance. And I'm going to do something for you, Scott, that I don't think I've ever done. I I cannot wait to find out. I have been 
I have heard this before, by the way. I remember <laughs> way true. back when, when you went off script for the first time and you're like, I'm going to do something that has never been done on this oh, show right. before. You remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's been a long time. I think that was in 2014. Oh my goodness. So I just want to say Scott Barlow with happened to your career. Um, I've known him since 2014. We connected online. He's got a great podcast happened to your career. Uh, you can go to the, his website. You can, and we'll give you some links in a moment. The podcast has been going on for how long now, Scott? Our podcast has been going on for five years, as crazy as that sounds That's, to me. That is me. crazy. That is yeah. really yeah. crazy. And what I love about that is is one of the many free resources that you can get if you are thinking about transitioning your career, if you've got questions about what you're doing. I, I'm sure you've covered the gamut of every topic around work, career, and following passions and things like that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the Happen to Your Career podcast, and it very much is what it sounds like. We help people take control of their career and make really big sweeping career changes. So, yes, all of that and more. <laughs> and you get a bagel cutter for free or whatever. Oh, don't uh, promise that. They will <laughs> They will no, follow no, up. No bagel cutter. <laughs> okay, no good. Bagel cutter. <laughs> well, I told you I was going to do something I've never done before, and that is give you an official introduction. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I've not done this before because okay. I'm like, I'm like, hey, this is Scott Barlow. I mean, you, I have Scott Barlow on the, on the line here and he's with Happen to Your Career. I'm going to say this. Scott Barlow is the CEO and founder of Happen to Your Career. He's a business development expert. He's the host of the show we just talked about, Happen to Your Career. And Scott and his team have helped thousands with their career changes. How do they do? You did pretty good. Like that's that's three gold stars. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make it official. You've been on here long enough, um, or at least enough times, where uh, if no one's ever heard of you, I wanted people to know this because what you do is something that I can't do. But what I love about what you do, I mean, like help people get into a new career. It's just something I don't address. You specialize in it. I specialize on in other things, emotional intelligence, things like that. Yeah, but but yeah. one of the, the reasons I love having you on, and I probably say this every time, but uh, is that you don't just approach it like when I think about um, you go to a website like Career Builder Monster and all of the, all those things, and you fill out a form, and then the website shows you matches, and then you're like, okay, that's how I look for work, and that has been something I've done most of my life. But yeah. one of the reasons I, or probably the main reason I appreciate your approach is that it dives into your psyche almost. It dives into your, the emotional aspects as well. So it's, it's right in alignment. I mean, as far as resistances that come up, obstacles, blocks, things like that. So it's very much in alignment with how I teach, what I teach. And I love that you build this all encompassing uh, program for people. You help guide uh, people through this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I absolutely would. And I, I, I very much appreciate that. And I, you know, I think one of the reasons that I have had so much fun talking to you over the years is because really, even though our, our area, our domain, whatever you want to call it is very much centered around careers and helping people align who they are with their careers and be able to earn great money getting paid for some of the things that they can't stop doing essentially and leveraging their strengths. But really 
when you get right down to it and start to uh, uncover what it is that we do, it's, it's not drastically different, or at least not as much different as most people would think than, than what you do, because we, I know that you and I operate around a lot of the same principles and a lot of that, those underlying pieces. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Then you help uh, get people to that next level with their career. And one of the things that you teach, or at least probably the major thing that you teach, is that you help figure out what fits right for a career for someone. We do. We do. And actually, I was thinking about this conversation the other day because I've been on, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight times, whatever it's been now. Right. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to talk about the same thing. And I was mm-hmm. thinking a little bit more about the conversation and realized one of the things that we hadn't talked about, and I don't even know if I've told you about this. And I, I felt bad immediately afterwards. And then I'm okay. like, no, it's an opportunity because now I can tell you about it. I don't know if you and I have ever talked about Maggie's story, but she's kind of a really great example of what it is that we do because she actually has been a listener to your show. Oh, that's how she found us. Great. Way back in in 2014, I believe it was, in fact. So she she was going along and she was in a particular state of overwhelm with her career and knew that it wasn't a great fit. And in, in her case, she was she had listen to to your show happened to catch the episode i think the first time that that i was on here and she was in a place where she didn't understand what she wanted to do she just knew that her current role in marketing and communications just absolutely wasn't it and she just knew that she was very much over it so you know fast forward about 4 months after she found us what we did is we helped her go through and understand what were some of the amazing things about herself? Where were her potentials at? What were what we call her signature strengths? And how could she apply those into work that really actually did fit? Not just not just on the strength side, but also uh, was really well aligned with the lifestyle that she wanted to live too. Because you know she was a, she was a mom. She had a couple of kids at home. And and here's the funny thing. Here's the really cool thing. Um, when you get to work, that is very well aligned with who you actually are, you have a tendency to stand out. And Maggie was no different. So she got into her new role. And then what was crazy is that, and we've seen this situation again and again and again, but you know, fast forward 10 months and she was much more well aligned with her strengths and who she was and in her role, uh, new role in training and development than many other, other people that she is working around. So she stood out compared to everybody else. So then 10 months into it, without her knowledge, her boss starts planning on a promotion for her to a job that even fit better who she actually was. And then I actually, here's one of the reasons that made me think of it. I got a message from her just the other day. So this is about three years later or so. And she's like, hey, I'm less than, or I'm about three years into my job. And they're looking at me for a director level role. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to interview. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you should feel bad for not telling me that story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just kidding. But um, what you just said about when you find that those signature strengths, it reminds me of like when you fit into a company that has the same vibe as you, or at least for that position. Have you ever worked for a company that you felt like you had the same vibe as the company? Yeah. And I think that's a that's a real thing. When we dig into that a little bit deeper, I think that is alignment of values. Do you value the same things that the company values? Mm-hmm. 
There's more to it than that, but I like the word vibe. So we're well, going to go with that. It, it's just, it sprung up because when you were talking about Maggie's story, it reminds me of my story when I worked at this alarm company and I, yeah. and it was like one of my favorite jobs ever. And it was like seven, I, I might've told the story, but it was like 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I look at those hours and go, I would never work those hours. You know, it's like, that's kind of out of alignment with what I want. Yet it was 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it was like, there's a lot of functions about the job that just worked for me. So the vibe of the position, along with the values of the company, along with what I appreciated doing the most and where I was most strong in, it all fit. So this is why I brought up the figure out what fits thing that you do, because like I saw, I was at a uh, coffee shop the other day recording a podcast, believe it or not, in uh, a noisy coffee shop. It was pretty interesting. Cool. And uh, I saw a barista there. And she was this young girl with dreadlocks and she dressed eccentrically. And I was like, wow, this job fits her (laughs) and she fits this job. I don't know if she loved her job or not, but when I come into a coffee shop and I see someone like that, it looks like it works for her. And I appreciated that. It just like you do what you can to help people find what fits for them and that's what I look at. I see something like that would be a success story. I don't know if she'd want to stay in a coffee shop or not. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just a matter of like you help get them to a place that they feel, uh, I think what you say is happy in their job. Very much so. And, you know, as we've really delved into understanding a lot of the research on happiness in careers, one of the things that we've realized, uh, one of the misconceptions that's out there is that if you, you know, if you align with the perfect job, then you're going to be happy all the time. Right. And the job is going to make you happy. However, uh, as we you know, started to uncover through a lot of the research that, that we've been delving into for over the last, uh, geez, I guess five years now, five plus years now, yeah. uh, even before that, when I was working in HR, you know, one of the things that really started to understand the intricacy there is no job is going to make you happy, but what you can do in a way that you can think about it is you can align the pieces on the chessboard or align your environment, align the, the places that you spend your time and the activities that you get to do and the people that you get to spend around with those things, those elements that allow you to be more happy more frequently. I love that explanation because you said something key, which is the job doesn't make you happy. And I think that's vital to understand. I mean, you can almost look at that in any area of life. Like when I talk about relationships, when when you go into a relationship, you have to, this is my opinion, but I think it's true. uh, You have to improve yourself to the point where you bring the healthiest version of yourself into the relationship. And when you find someone that is also bringing the healthiest version of themselves into the relationship, then it's very synergistic and you can walk hand in hand and toward the sunrise or sunset together and it just you feel happy because all these pieces fit and i can kind of make it relevant to work as well it's like uh i think what you're talking about is when you start working on yourself finding those strengths and then yeah. bringing those strengths and whatever you need to do to improve you to bring your, the best version of you into the job. Because one of the, I think one of the things that I used to do, I used to go to a job interview and show them what I believe they wanted to see. <laughs> yes. 
I don't know. I, I probably shouldn't laugh because that's what no, it's all true. of us have done at one point. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. And I just heard it from a client recently that said, you know, I'm, I'm going to these job interviews and I, I have all this fear. And I'm like, you know, direct them to you, of course. But I'm like, when I go into job interviews, I mean, when I used to, like five years ago before I started the overwhelmed brain, I would bring instead of the fear, I would bring in the best version of me. I would show up as if I was meeting my friend for coffee. And boy, that that's changed this nervousness into something that uh, wasn't so, I don't know, desperate, wasn't so reliant, even though I needed the work and I needed the money. When I took this resistance or this fear or this fake face that I wanted to show these people, not fake, but just over-exaggerated, I guess, uh, when I took that out of the picture, suddenly I became more likable. And I found that, I mean, you tell me, I found that being likable is like half the battle in, <laughs> in this. I laugh because it's true. It really is. And there's plenty, more than plenty scientific research to be able to support that. Whether we like to believe it or not, we have a tendency as human beings, and this is true of managers and bosses and leaders and everything like that, to hire people that we like. And if you break down yeah. the likability piece, it comes down to hire people that we believe can do the job and people that we feel good about and people that are like us in one way or another, or that we have a rapport with, or that we you know, can see some element of uh, ourselves in, in them. And then once we have that tendency to, uh, to like them, then we have a tendency to justify the rest of it. Mm, that's a great way to put it. I want to get yeah. into some nuts and bolts questions here. Um, how do you know when you found a job that fits? Is it a feeling? Is it a bunch of stuff just coming together and synchronizing? What is it? Well, I think we can look at this from both sides. We encounter a lot of people and statistically it's about 87% of people that fall into this category based on your study, someplace between like 80, 81 and 87% of people fall into this category where they're not completely engaged in, in love with their, their job. And if that is, yeah, that's a, it's a massive number. It blew me away. I have, yeah. wow. <laughs> without boring people with the amount of hours that, uh, that are spent trying to validate, Hey, is this, this seems so high. This like, can't be real. <laughs> this cannot be real, but yeah, keep seeing that again and again and again and again, different places. So when you're not in that situation, let's start there. It does feel like something is missing. Honestly, most people don't know what that is necessarily. They often feel it in their gut, but they can't quite identify it. And if you look at it on the other side, what has a tendency to happen is it feels like you are working with the grain rather than against the grain. When you are in a role that is aligned with your strengths, particularly what we call signature strengths and also aligned with many of the things that you value it. Think about it almost as if you're in that type of job, it allows you to be much more authentically who you actually are. And when you have that, it can still be a really challenging role. Like it could be a really difficult role and at the same time be very well aligned in those other ways with your, with your strengths, with the types of people that uh, that value similar things as is what you do with um well here's a here's a quick uh, example i used to work in hr as a director for hr at some point in manufacturing one of the main productions uh, one of the main things that we produced was french fries okay well 
I do you manufacture French fries? <laughs> Yeah, they manufactured French fries, like oh, it's okay. in food processing. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. I never considered you know, it that, but that's funny. It's French fry plant. That's what they call it in the biz. <laughs> Got, it. Got it. So, you know, if you've gone to if you've gone to McDonald's, if you've gone to Arby's, if you've gone to any places like that, then there's a high likelihood that came from this particular company that I worked with. And I didn't really eat French fries. So <laughs> but these things are being served like every day. It's not that I dislike French fries. It just didn't align with my lifestyle and some of the things I placed the highest value on. Oh, so no, no judgment for people who love French fries. Just it didn't it didn't happen to really well align with some of the things I don't want. At the same time, it also didn't align with a couple of other areas. It didn't align with some of the people, the types of individuals that I wanted to be working around on a regular basis. And when I got this job, here's the funny thing about it. When I got this role, it really, truly, legitimately was my dream job. But as I got into it, I realized that a few of these things were missing and some grew to alignment. I changed in some ways. And that's the polar opposite side of it. So if it feels like you're working against the grain, that is a good sign that you are in the wrong type of, not necessarily the wrong type of work. Sometimes it could be the right type of work, but definitely the wrong type of company or environment or sector or whatever else it might be. Something, something is amiss versus working with the grain. Got it. Well, I, I love how you use the word alignment. That is like one of my top words. One of the books, workbooks I created helps you get to know what your values are, what's most important to you, just like, yeah. that's just like you teach. Yep. And then once you know your values, uh, then you get into alignment with those values. And once you, if you stay in alignment with those values, if you make choices, that when you evaluate them against those values, that those choices will always, I'm going to say, make you happiest and make you most fulfilled. And yes, and it sounds like that's exactly quote in alignment with, uh, <laughs> when I are in alignment with that. So, so it all works out, you know, when you have the perfect job and you're in alignment with everything, you know, this is, this has got to be a pain point for some people. You've got the perfect job, the perfect salary, and you got this one jerk you work with. <laughs> is there like a workaround for this? I mean, do you ever address this kind of thing? Do people come to you and ask about this kind of stuff? Yeah. And I mean, this is a real world situation, partially because most people on the planet are not born leaders. Most of people's bosses are continually learning. Quite frankly, it means that there's not a lot of good leaders out there. So now there's a difference I, I would probably draw with just general jerk or person who doesn't care or maybe doesn't realize they're being a jerk to many other people. But for the most part, it, we encounter it in a lot of different ways just because by definition, uh, and I forget what the stats are, but a huge, huge percentage of, of people's bosses just not helping with the happiness and fulfillment process. If mm. you will. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, work around, work around. Well, you know, there's a couple of different things that we encounter and a couple of different questions we, we ask. One is, are you willing to stick around to impact it? Are you, cause that is often a challenging situation to get somebody else to be willing to change their behaviors. It's, it's probably not going to change. It's unrealistic to think that it's going to change by having one conversation or it's going to change overnight. That is very unrealistic. Now that doesn't mean it's impossible to have it change. You know, very often those people don't realize how they're being perceived and they don't realize 
And everybody goes, well, how could they not? They've done this and this and this and this. But generally they don't. That's what I've found again and again when I used to coach leadership teams way back when before, you know, before this business. And that is just a very prevalent problem. So if you're unwilling to put in the work, then you should probably plan on going. So, you know, if we're thinking almost like a decision tree here, like you got two routes. (laughs) Are you willing to put in the work? Yes, go this way. Are you unwilling to put in the work? Well, you should find another job in another situation. So if you are willing to put in the work, then I would say that it starts with a frank conversation with them about what you need from them to be able to feel supported and do your job at the best. And then it's in their court. And you can say, hey, I'm willing to continue to have these conversations because I really want to make sure that this is working. And I also want to make sure that I'm successful and also want to make sure that you and I are aligned with what we both need from each other. Mm, but at that point it's in their court. No, I like that. And it, the, the frank conversation is the, the hard, big step that people have trouble with. But I, I do like the way you just said that because you can approach the guy or the woman, whoever that is taking pencils or pens from your desk, for example, something minor, uh, but it could be something important to you, like you're violating my space, you're stealing from me, and a huge value violations and such, or immoral violations, I'm sure. And uh, a question like, and this is the, what just came to mind while you were talking, uh, would you mind not taking my pens? A question like a question like that puts yeah. puts it's passive, but it's direct, and you're allowing them to come up with their most empowered answer. And you're giving them a chance to explain it to without saying, would you explain it? So that would be my approach. And what you just said was also about how they may never change. A, they, they may not know what they're doing, which is helpful to have that frank conversation. And that's why it might change things. Uh, B, they may never change. So you may have to do something that uh, if you don't want to stay there and talk with them or go through the, the process, then maybe you do have to move on, which is, you know, why you stay in business, Scott. (laughs) People come to you and go, I want to transition my career. It's really interesting. So our goal is to make a huge impact on how people perceive what a career can look like and what it should be like or could be like for them. But what is very pervasive right now, a number of beliefs, beliefs like you can't work in a job that you really enjoy and make a great living at it. But what we found is that our students that we work with, I forget the current stats, but it's right around, it's right around 90% of them are making, when they shift jobs, they're making the same amount or more, sometimes much, much more. Mm. And that flies in the face of what most people come to us initially believing. And, you know, other beliefs like, Hey, well, if I go do something that I'm great at, then I'm probably going to be unhappy at it because I'm great at, mm. you know, building pivot tables in <laughs> Excel and I kind of hate that. You know, I really want to be working around people. Mm. And we have a lot of these beliefs that for a variety of reasons without going into all of them have become the norm in our society. And it is starting to change. That's the really very cool thing about it and we want to be a huge part of of how people believe that they can do work and what and so much productivity. I mean, if you're just looking at it from like GDP and all kinds of other outputs, like so much is lost from nearly everybody not being enamored with their jobs. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm great 
at working on computers. And the last thing I want to do is help people work on their computers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Case in point. Totally relate to it. I want to ask you one more quick question and then we'll wrap this up. Um, and well, actually, you know what I'm going to do first? I'm going to share with the listeners all the uh, free resources that you have. One of them is the ultimate guide to using your strengths to get hired. One of them is the ultimate guide to finding a career that fits you. You also have the eight days to finding a career that fits you email video course. And um, the last one is cracking the code to career happiness, uh, which is the webinar, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It, so, it sure is. So I would like um, anyone listening that has any inkling, you know what? I want you to say this, Scott. What is the message that you want to give to anyone listening that's in a position that could possibly use any of these uh, things that you're offering? You know, if you're finding yourself in a place where for many days in a row, maybe even months in a row, you haven't been enamored with the work that you're getting to do and you're not quite sure, you know, you know that you want to make a change, not just that you need to make a change, but you feel that you legitimately want to make a change and you're not quite sure where to start uh, or you're worried that if you put a bunch of time into it, you know, it may still not pan out for you. And you're trying to figure out the very best ways to be able to to make that change to something that you love that does pay you well, that is very much in tune with what it is that you you value the most. Even if you don't know what that is necessarily, or even if you're struggling to find the time, that's that's where I would say you should absolutely check out some of these resources. And Honestly, if you're just getting started, I would suggest checking out the eight-day course to figuring out what fits you, and that'll help be a great starter and think about some other questions. If you are in the course of making the change, then that's where our ultimate guide to using your strengths to get hired will help you tremendously. And if you want to understand what really is behind the scenes for making people happy with their with their jobs and what that looks like and even some of the science behind it and how to apply it immediately then that's where one of our trainings that we have coming up here cracking the code on career happiness can help you tremendously great and i'm going to give people a way to get to the to your site and all these different links um, because there are different ones the ultimate guide to using your strengths the ultimate guide to finding a career that fits you and the eight-day course i love the idea behind the eight-day course because it's an email video course so it just comes in and it's training you along the way. And then uh, certainly the webinar. If you go to theoverwhelmedbrain.com, you're going to see what is now a permanent link, Scott, at the top of the screen. Awesome. Uh, it's called, um, I don't think you approved this link, but I put it up there anyway. It's <laughs> it's called Annoyed by Your Career because I use, you know, are you annoyed with affirmations in my show? And <laughs> when you click on that, you'll see Scott's page and you'll see all the links and on that page, I have all, this will be the fifth episode that I'm going to stick in there. You'll hear all of the episodes that Scott and I have together. So, you know, if you're in one of these spaces where you're in this career and you don't feel aligned, I mean, I just love the way that's worded. I've been in careers where I just felt like I was not synchronized and that out of sync feeling. It's like, yeah, it works. And yeah, I'm making enough money to get through it. And yeah, the people are okay. I've been in that position. And of course I've been in great jobs where I just hated being there. 
<laughs> so wherever you are, Scott's already said it well enough. I'm not going to be redundant here and repeat it. But go to theoverwhelmedbrain.com. Click on the Annoyed by Your Career button at the top. And um, you'll get any and all of these, uh, whatever you'd like. I highly recommend uh, you sign up for the webinar because Scott uh, does it live. And you can ask any question you want. I'm assuming that's absolutely true. great. Any question. It's fair game. You may not like the answer, but we will answer. <laughs> this, <laughs> that's how, absolutely. That's how my show is. You're like, you may not like this answer, but this is how it is. But so definitely um, check that out. And Scott, I told you I had one more question for you. And absolutely. I, I think it's a good, valid question. Um, where do you find that the most common internal blocks that people run into when it comes to, you know, like switching careers or changing careers? Quite honestly, most people come to us with a pretty good understanding of their strengths. They don't necessarily know how to apply that understanding into something that is going to <laughs> pay them money and, you know, actually have them excited about getting up in the morning without snoozing their alarm 17 times or, you know, spending most of their day on, on LinkedIn looking for jobs or indeed.com. Uh, but we find that underneath the surface, what's stopping them from really actually putting that, that information that they might already know to use is actually different types of, of confidence. And even, even how they think about themselves, we found this to be true, just as true for, you know, somebody just starting out in their career in some ways to people that are incredibly high performing and are looking to make a, a big switch. You know, how, how people think about themselves and how they perceive themselves and how they perceive the limitations around themselves is completely separate from what they actually can do. And we've seen this again and again and again, and that is the, that I would say the commonality between all the people that we work with in one way or another. And these are people that generally most people would say are fairly confident and intelligent people that you know, may even have great jobs that other people would desire. And you know, once we start to get underneath the surface, then we realize that where we need to help is not just the identification, but the application and even thinking about not just who they really are, but who they want to become. I love it. And, you know, you just said indirectly uh, something that I talk about on my show, which is, again, this is very indirect what you just said, uh, that if you believe the, thi the things that people told you over the years, that you're not good enough, that you're not smart enough, then you're likely walking around in that state, not getting the work that would probably fulfill you the most. That's kind of how I see what you just said is that, you know, we're, yeah. we're like my girlfriend was told by her dad, well, when she started singing, cause she has, you know, she's very good musician, very good singer, but her dad had a different perception of that. And when she was younger, he said, well, don't quit your day job. And that stuck with her for, you know, till today, it's just like, it's stuck with her all these years. And so she had this very limiting belief and in, in the sense that it limited her from, making decisions that would have changed her career path. She's like, well, I guess I better keep working over here because I'm not that good of a musician. And she's a fantastic musician, but she had one person that she trusted, put all her faith in, that told her something else. And we walk around with these, what are called limiting beliefs, and we believe them. So uh, I love how your program is going to help break that down and get through that gunk. So 
it helps people get a realistic view of what's really going on inside of them. I very much appreciate that uh, on a number of different levels. And honestly, I, I appreciate that you have invited me and allowed me to come on the show and be able to talk about these things because I get really excited. But even more than that, you know, over the, over the, geez, over the last four years, I'm still amazed by that. Geez, time flies. But over the last four years, we've had plenty of people come over again and again and again where they email us and say, yeah, I heard, heard you from Paul on the overwhelmed brain. And then that means that we get the opportunity to help them make this huge, huge change in their life through their career. So I, I really appreciate that, that opportunity. You are welcome, Scott. Thank you for being on the show. I just want to send people to theoverwhelmedbrain.com. Click on that annoyed by your career uh, button at the top. And if you want to go directly to his site, if you do go to happentoyourcareer.com forward slash brain, that way he'll know we sent you. Plus you'll get the free how to use your strengths to get hired guide. And it, um, you'll find that that's going to really help you get some information about yourself to help you out. And uh, Scott, uh, any last words before we say goodbye? No, I, I just want to say thank you again. And if you are finding yourself in a place that really isn't leaving you fulfilled, then nothing to do but do something about it. And we'd love to help any way that we possibly can. Great to have you on, Scott. I know you got to go. Thank you so much for your time, my friend, and best of everything to you, and happy 2018. Thank you, sir. All right, there you go. Scott Barlow of Happen to Your Career. You can go to happentoyourcareer.com forward slash brain for that strengths guide, and you can go to theoverwhelmedbrain.com and click on Annoyed by Your Career at the very top. So glad you can join me today. Thank you for tuning into this special episode. If you're thinking about changing your career or trying to figure out what career would make you happiest, check them out. And I'm going to end the show like I always do. Keep your mind open so that you can step into your power and be firm in your decisions and actions so that you can create the life you want. Always take steps to grow and evolve, even if it's a career step. You are powerful beyond measure. And above all, and this is something I absolutely know to be true about you. You are amazing. Yeah.